0: Hey gang, thanks for listening to HR Party of One. A quick heads up, obviously you can't see me on this podcast. So to actually see the video version of this episode, go to the HR Party of One page on bernieportal.com or run a quick Google or YouTube search for HR Party of One and that should bring up our page. Your podcast app should also have a link to it in the episode description. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to HR Party of One. I'm your host, Ryan McCoslin. And i'm a millennial a generation that the pew research center defines as having been born between the years 1981 and 1996. a period of time that our successor generation gen z sometimes describes as the late 1900s there are about 80 million millennials and we make up about 35 percent of the workforce in america today just in case you need more evidence demonstrating my millennial bona fides here's Uh, an Instagram post from 2014 um, that shows my first ever selfie. It was taken with my uh, class. I was teaching a course at Vanderbilt University as an adjunct professor at the time. Um, And there you have it. I take selfies. I'm a millennial. In addition to being a millennial, I also work with millennials. Bernie Portal has about 70 employees and nearly all of us were born between 1981 and 1996. As our HR Party One, I spend a lot of time thinking about recruiting, hiring, and managing millennials, and how to build a culture that will help them thrive. So on this episode of HR Party One, I'm going to be talking about what I've learned over the last decade, working with millennials to build this business. Specifically, I'll talk about three things. First, how to build a culture where millennials can thrive. Second, how to recruit and hire millennials. And third, how to manage Millennials effectively. First, let's talk about culture. Too often I see peer companies who decide that they wanna prioritize building a culture where Millennials can thrive, decide to put in a ping pong table, or maybe add a few taps with with beer and kombucha. And yes, Millennials drink a lot of kombucha, uh, my wife especially, but it's not really what Millennials care about. In my experience, they actually care about four things, authenticity, experiences, transparency, and being seen and valued. Here are some of the things that our team has done to deliver those four things that we think millennials actually care about. First, when it comes to authenticity, we've put a lot of thought into what our culture ought to be. We've written culture guides that define what we care about and how we do things so that we can hold ourselves accountable for living up to what we say we are. Here are some examples. You can see here are screenshots showing um, what our culture guide cover pages look like. We have two of them. Culture guide one, which is unlikely to ever change, and culture guide part two, which evolves over time. Culture guide part one includes sections like our history, our vision, who we want with us, how we work, how we sell, how we share feedback, how we solve problems, how we conduct meetings, and how we write emails. Culture Guide Part 2 uh, provides a little more uh, like transactional or, or logistical stuff, like team names, titles, email signatures, books that are part of our canon, compensation and benefits, technology, and we even have a section coaching team members on how to leave Bernard if they ever decide that they want to start a chapter of their career somewhere else. We also know that our team values experiences more than things. Every year we set a goal around revenue and EBITDA. And if we meet that goal, we all go on a trip. This is an Instagram post from our most recent trip to Amelia Island, Florida. The book Work Rules was written by Laszlo Bach, former chief people officer at uh, Google. And in that book, he lays out a compelling case for how experiences can, can engender loyalty and create memories and impact that lasts much longer than a cash bonus would. And if you have millennials, uh, they'll probably share those experiences on social media. Millennials also care about transparency. So I strongly encourage you to share whatever you can with your team. One way we do that is our CEO, Alex, sends out an email every month, giving everyone an update on exactly how we're doing against our revenue and EBITDA plan. He writes out in detail how each segment of the business is done and also breaks down expenses and how we're doing against our budget. That way, everyone on our team knows what the financial health of the business is from month to month. And that helps us because they trust that when leadership makes decisions, it's informed by information that we all share. Millennials care about this. What you can. And finally, millennials care about being seen and value. I went to college with with a friend named Chris Tuff, who who I haven't talked to in a few years, but who recently um, wrote and published this book, The Millennial Whisperer, which ended up being a bestseller. I read it. And in this book, Chris talks about heroing your people. What he means by that is recognizing their contributions, letting them know that they matter. It doesn't cost anything. One way we do that at um, Birdie Portal is on our uh, shared communication wall. Whenever someone does something that that, that matters and makes a contribution, we give them a shout out. We post photos of what they've done and and, and give them what we call a high four, not a high five because our mascot is the St. Bernard and St. Bernard's only have four toes, not five fingers. But here's an example of one. Um, Our marketing manager, Sarah, gave a shout out to one of our other marketing team members, Katie for helping us uh, get on the first page of Google um, when you search for um, HRIS, which is Human Resource Information System. Katie was responsible for that, and it didn't cost us anything to make sure that that was recognized internally. And now, you know what? I'm heroing Katie again by sharing this with you. Um, and, And so Katie, great job. Thanks for everything you're doing. Now let's talk about recruiting and hiring. If you want to recruit and hire millennials effectively, You need to be human, be specific, and be high touch. Here's an example of what I mean by be human. Check out our careers page. Here's what it looks like. We tell people visiting our website that we want the best and the brightest. We want people who reflect our core principle of mutual respect. We want diversity of opinion and background. We want people who care. We want people who are not only open to change, but actively embrace it when it it means something better in the long term. And even more than all of that, We want a team full of people who passionately believe Bernard's mission is a worthwhile, important mission. By be specific, I mean that in your job descriptions, you should tell candidates everything they need to know to determine whether they're a good fit for the role for which you're hiring. On a previous episode of HR Party of One, we've gone into great detail on how to do this the right way. For now, let me just show you an example of one of our recent job postings. You can see that this posting for the Employer Success Associate not only introduces Bernard as as um, what we're about. Here we say we've built one of the best teams in the country to help employers manage health care. We've even built top-shelf software to help employers and benefits brokers solve HR problems. We're growing, and we need another person on our team in Nashville to help us continue to build something great. This job is technology-focused, and there's lots of room for growth and professional development. We tell them we're headquartered in Nashville, offices in the heart of downtown, and we have 8,000 square feet of open office space filled with some of the best, excuse me, sharpest driven and most balanced healthcare technology professionals you'll find. Joining us at this stage in our story means getting to work directly alongside our leadership team as we grow from 70 team members to 700, 7,000. Everyone here is a doer, an individual contributor, and the future leaders of Bernard will come from the new team members who join us in 2020. We then go into the job description which, which is, in fairness, similar to other job descriptions you might find. But then we go into a lot of detail. We show the scope of responsibility. We show the qualifications. And we even give target comp. And we're really specific about this. You can see on this posting, target compensation begins at between forty-five dollars and $50,000 annually. I would highly recommend, if you're trying to recruit millennials, to not put on their uh, compensation is commensurate with experience. Think through what the job is and tell them exactly how much they can expect to make. And then finally, to recruit millennials effectively, you need to be high touch. The best way I know to do this is to get an online applicant tracking system that keeps you organized. Bernie Portal includes one or offers one. It's not the only one, but but we have one and I use it. It allows me to keep track of candidates who submit applications and respond to them quickly. You should think of recruiting like sales. And when you have a hot lead, You need to do what you can to close if you see someone you really want. Not only do I respond to these um, candidates, but if I see someone who I think might be a star, I don't hesitate to text them. Here's an example of a text that um, I recently sent. Hi, Maria. This is Ryan McCoslin with Bernie Portal. I saw your resume and application, and I think you might be a good fit for this role. I'd like to formally invite you to begin the interview process. Look for an email from me. Hope we get a chance to meet in person. Now that we've talked about building a culture and hiring millennials, let's talk about managing millennials, and I have one big tip. Ditch the annual performance review. I'm not saying that you shouldn't evaluate your team's performance. I'm saying you shouldn't just do it annually. The way we do this is in regularly scheduled one-on-one meetings between a manager and an employee. For most of us, that's every week. It can also be done bi-weekly or once a month, depending on the relationship and the dynamic. But regardless, it needs to be done as regularly as possible. And this way, our team gets the feedback they need to grow and develop. We did a case study on our experience with one-on-one meetings. And I'll provide a link to it in in, in the description below. But but we think it's the most powerful investment that we make in the professional development of our team here at Bernie Portal. And we didn't come up with this idea of a one-on-one meeting. We learned about it. From this book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things, that was written by Ben Horowitz. If you're not familiar with Ben or the book, um, Ben is a venture capitalist um, in Silicon Valley with one of the most reputable and and, and well-recognized firms called Andreessen Horowitz. And he also was the CEO of a couple different Silicon Valley tech companies. He writes about his experiences leading his teams, and he agrees that one-on-ones were the most effective way to coach everyone who reported to him. We've taken that practice and we've really embraced it at Bernie Portal and found that it's it's returned all of our investment multiple times over. We believe in one on ones so much that we even use software to facilitate our one-on-ones and make sure we do them well. Bernie Portal has a performance feature that we use internally. And we use this tool to create agendas, to write follow-up notes, and to have a record of all the conversations that we hold in one-on-ones so we can hold each other accountable for doing the things that we say we're going to do. It works for us. You should consider it. Okay, so if you're an HR party of one who has a team of millennials or who is looking to recruit and hire millennials, I want you to take three things away from this conversation today. First, ditch the ping pong tables and the kegs. When it comes to culture, millennials care about four things. Authenticity, transparency, experiences, in being seen and recognized. When it comes to hiring and recruiting, be human, be specific, and be high touch. And then when it comes to managing millennials, consider ditching the annual performance review and replacing it with regularly scheduled one-on-ones. These are things that over the last decade have helped us uh, be more high performing than we otherwise would have. If you want more information, please check out the links below And if you have questions, please share them in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you. If you have other ideas for what you've done that really resonates with millennials on your team, please share them. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.